0: What's up, everybody? This is Judith. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. Whoa. Busy weekend. I hope everybody had a good Easter holiday. I worked. Uh, I worked most of this weekend. Um, and not on Turo stuff. I'm always doing Turo stuff. But, yeah, mostly this uh, weekend, I was doing my full-time gig. Uh, you know, I have deadlines, and sometimes you can't hit them unless you do that OT. So anyway, uh, everything's going well. I just had a thought and I realized I hadn't podcasted yet this morning. Um, You know, I think the biggest challenge that faces most people, and I could be wrong about this, but um, most people who are trying to be successful, who are aiming to do something big with their lives, I think one of the bigger challenges is trying to be an extraordinary person when you don't have extraordinary circumstances. You know what I mean? I remember when I graduated from college and a lot of my friends, you know, I they were really middle class, upper middle class. You know, they had parents who could buy them cars and uh, help them pay their rent for a year while they got an apartment or help them move across country. Their parents had more resources and could do more things for them. And I was very resentful about that for a long time. I didn't know that was the word for it. But that's what I was feeling. I was just frustrated and I didn't understand. It's like, we all know this is a world where you need money. And I just didn't understand why my parents didn't have more money. And yes, I'm a brat. I get it. But it, it's it's logical, you know, and I'm a logical person. I'm like, okay, if you guys have known all this time that you need money, why aren't you all making more money? You know, and uh, it's a, a juvenile and... Uh, sort of reckless way of thinking, but it is a good point. And so when people come to me with their, you know, I can't do this tonight, I'm like, well, make more money. You know, this is America. The only, one of the only good things about being in a capitalist country is if you stumble upon the idea or the side hustle or the whatever uh, to, that makes you a lot of money, you know, the government's not going to come and, Take your business over. This isn't Cuba. They're not going to be like, hey, you're selling a lot of uh, muffins. Let me uh, take your muffin business over because the government could use your money. Now you have to pay your taxes, but you know, we are spoiled. We don't really understand uh, communism. So, you know, make more money. And you can make more money. And there are a lot of great ideas out here. You can make as much money as you allow yourself to make which I'm I'm a capitalist, but I'm also a pragmatist. I'm not saying, you know, work yourself to death, but there are ways to have things that you want. And so I was bratty about it, and I didn't have a particularly strong entrepreneurial um, bend at that age. I just didn't understand it. I was like, You know, and so I was frustrated and I didn't have extraordinary circumstances. I had parents who were willing to pay tuition. Uh, My dad and my mom and dad paid my tuition from K to 12. My dad started paying my college tuition and then he got injured at work and uh, they fired him, which is not legal. And of course, he didn't uh, win his lawsuit until after I had graduated. From college, so then I went on financial aid, and I was able to stay at Howard. I struggled. It was not easy. I had a good life, but I had rich friends, or at least, yeah, not, they had, I had friends who had access to money, and their parents weren't struggling. Some of their parents were really well off, and, um, you know, you just have to make a way, and that's what I did, and my dad was very clear. He was like, you're not going to be walking around dangerous as D.C. at night, So get it out of your mind. You're not going to get a part-time job and take the bus in this very, very dangerous city. And I agreed with him, and I was fine with it because D.C. in the 80s and early 90s was rough. Uh, It reminds me a lot of what St. Louis is like right now. And people are going to say, it's not that bad, but it's because you don't know. I'm not asking your opinion. I'm not uh, waiting for you to give me your thoughts about how you feel when you're here. I'm telling you facts. It's not safe here. Um, it's not. And the people who harm you might not get punished. It's just where we are in in modern times right now. A lot of major cities are dealing with people who are not all that interested in prosecuting criminals. So it's quite interesting. So anyway, I'm way off my point. My original point is, and should still be, um, it's important to be able to find yourself uh, doing extraordinary things despite your circumstances. I think the key to life is not allowing people to control your emotions because whoever controls your emotions controls you. Um, so when you get out of pocket and you feel some kind of way and you're always offended, those people in situations are controlling you. They just are. And I think a great example of that is whenever you inject the word or the thought that a situation is racist, people have very visceral reactions to that word. And whether the racism is real or imagined, people are gonna react a certain way. That means that word controls you. That means that situation is controlling you. And it's difficult. And you've gotta find a way to be above language, above people, above petty, above all of those things, and just be the best possible version of yourself that you can be despite the circumstances which is easier said than done every single day. It is hard to do that. But I think that's a key to, uh, one key to a happy life is figuring out how to be above your circumstances. And if you want an amazing, extraordinary life, how to be amazing and extraordinary uh, despite not having amazing circumstances. You know, there are a lot of people who were born broke, broker than broke with nothing, And they have built themselves up and they have more than enough, more than they could ever spend in one lifetime. And maybe money isn't the thing. Maybe money isn't going to make you happy. But it's who you're becoming when you're learning to manage the money that could make you happy. Maybe you realize, you know what, I did want to be a millionaire, but not just for me, but because I want to be a philanthropist. I want to spread my money. I want to help other people. I want to show people how they can build a financial empire for themselves, you know, and maybe that's that was your motivation all along. You just don't know. And you got to give yourself some time to figure it out. I think the saddest thing with all of this crime that I see is when a 17-year-old decides to kill another 17-year-old over something probably silly like uh, you know, he was dating his ex-girlfriend or we got into it over a uh dice game or um you know with all the the myriad of reasons i've seen why people are harming each other and you just never give yourself a chance if you if you do something like that at 17 you're not giving yourself a chance to grow up and grow out of a lot of bad ideas because believe it or not when i was in high school i thought things meant the world like i just thought things were like couldn't be more meaningful like everything was everything and you don't realize that you're going to grow out of that if you give yourself enough time. There are going to be days that you will reach where no one can disrespect you. Therefore, you never feel disrespected because you don't care what other people think to that degree. But when you're 16, your your frontal lobe isn't even fully formed. So you do a lot of goofy things. You know? Sometimes you just have to rise above, and sometimes that's waiting. Sometimes you need to grow up. And I and I hope people give themselves enough chance to grow up and, and rethink. You know, I have the same issues I had when I was 16, 25, 35. I just handled them completely different. And my life has been transformed by my attitude changing. And that's really all you can control. You can't control anybody else. You can't control circumstances, but you can tr- control how you feel and how you react. And I don't know, I just felt like that popped in my head and felt like somebody needed to hear it other than just me. So (laughs) I hope you have an amazing day. And um, part of being extraordinary is rising above your circumstances. Being extraordinary when you come from ordinary circumstances and sometimes less than ordinary, that's the key. And it's amazing. I just saw something called Patriot Parcel Service. I ain't never heard of that. Don't that sound like something uh, Donald Trump would send you a package with? All right. Anyway, I hope everybody's doing well. Be your best. Thanks so much for listening.